Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing! Starring the original book divas Martha Steele and Vonnie Golden. And also featuring Megan Runyon, YA superfan. Jessica Butcher, queen of fantasy. These people are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination one book at a time, they are three book girls. Bonnie, what? Talk to me. What? What, baby? Oh, stop whispering. Mm, I need to put this nice sweet ball in my mouth. It's always the balls. Some people are ass women. They like a good, firm male ass. Some people like the pecs. Some people like the... You like follic-shaped Jessica items. likes the guns. But Vonnie, she always goes right for the balls. We're eating donut holes this morning, in case you wondered. Bonnie went haywire in the she Dunkin' did. Donuts. She, she was she like, got a little out of control I need in all there. of it. This is what, well, for one thing, I was trying to get enough that I could get a box and not a bag. Because when they put it in a bag, like all of the frosting gets all over the place and it's just a mess. That's valid. And it makes me want to rip the bag open and lick it. <laughs> because, you know, it's frosting. Why does that not surprise me? I mean, you can't leave a frosting behind. It's just, it's not okay. When I'm at home, I lick my plate. Just saying. <laughs> Never in public. Martha just gave me a look that said she had a dirty thing on her mind, but she was going to let it go. Sometimes you just have to let it lie. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> as soon as I said it, and then I looked at Martha and I went, I know where she went with that. And uh, that wasn't at all where I went. Isn't that always where I go with it? I will say it's much easier to lick the plate than when I try to lick the bowl. Yeah, you got to oh. have a bigger, longer tongue for that. When you say, Jessica... Yeah, a lot more work involved. Are you yeah. a plate licker? No. I, I was a plate licker when I was younger, and there are certain things I've adjusted over time. I used to lick the yolk off of the egg plate, but mm, now I use I... a piece of bread because now I'm sophisticated. Aren't you fancy? That's what I do. You could use your finger. What do you have my house bugged or something? God, Bonnie, you stalker. I didn't stalker. tell you I put up cameras one time when you were gone on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I know everything. No, I literally yesterday got up in the morning, ran a couple errands, had lunch, and then I was like, hmm, I'm going to get back in my bed. And then I laid in the bed <laughs> all afternoon. And then I had dinner and then I laid on my couch and read. So no, I did nothing productive yesterday. Well, at least I'm not the only one. I watched about six, seven, eight or more episodes of Community hmm. because that's my current binge. I need to check that out. Is it funny? Well, I right. went to community college. It's a very diverse group of young and old people from different backgrounds who are all starting over. Gotcha. It sort of just reminds me of that time in my life when I looked around my radio career and went, oh, my God, really? When you look around and you're like, fuck my life. <laughs> So I went to school to be a baby psychologist. And then when I realized what I was going to have to do every day for a living, I went back to radio. You don't know what you have till it's gone, though. That's just the way it is. I did a technology class in middle school and I had to record a radio segment. I'm not surprised. And I, had, I was like, I had to give a news report and a weather report and like play music and it like recorded in like a little bitty studio that sat like one or two people. I have no idea where that recording went, but I know I played some like quality 90s, like Alanis Morissette and Green Day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I like all those. 
It, my radio station was very, very weird. You know what's really funny? In high school, during my speech team time, there there was a, a speech meet in Riverton, Wyoming, and there was a radio where that was one of the categories. And my coach said, okay, you're doing this. And I didn't want to do it. I skipped it. I bailed out. I just didn't go. And now you're in radio. <laughs> That's funny. It was fun. I had, and then I had to like edit out like cuss words on Alanis Morissette, so I had to like fade it out and fade it back in because <laughs> it was middle school. Right. Where's the radio yeah. edit, of course. I so don't suppose they they didn't have that on the album back then. You would have had to record it off of the radio. I love it when they do radio edits and like they try to change the word to something else, but it's very obviously not the singer yeah. saying that word. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Or when they do that with movies too. Like they'll overdub it, and you'll be like. Yeah. And it's just some weird random voice. And you're like, then, then you're like focused on their, that voice and not like the scene. And then you're like, wait a minute, I need to rewind it. I missed it. The favorite one I've ever seen is where they're like, you've definitely seen them go, fuck. And they overgrew it with like fart or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We all know what the mouth just did. Well, you know, it's really funny. I was actually, this actually happened while I was the program director of a radio, radio station. I'm so unconcerned with the f word have been always i don't know why unconcerned unconcerned i don't i don't even notice it let me just put it that way so one day i was like why don't we have the who in rotation we should we should play the who god i love that song so i put who are you on the radio I'm like, who are you? Do, 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 do. Right, so I'm, I'm jamming. I've got it turned up. And the engineer sprints from the back of a radio station. Oh, my God, turn that off! And I'm like, what? what what's wrong? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, who the fuck are you? Who are you? And Stan's like, ah! <laughs> I don't know if I've ever noticed that. See, you don't notice it. You just love the song. Wait, is it like in the who it's it's are you? It, it's in one of the choruses towards towards the towards the end. Oh, I guess because but I it never... actually is in there and I never even noticed it until my engineer lost his motherfucking mind. I probably haven't noticed it cuz I only know like the beginning part because I've watched too much CSI. Well, yeah, so that part gets be- like this stuck in my head. This was before CSI. Yes. This is yes. I just have visions of Horatio Kane putting on his sunglasses and then the song I ends. I do not like him. I'm a pre, I, I'm, I was before Miami and then when Miami came on, I was like, that guy's a, such a fucking poser. I don't like him. I, I used to watch it a lot and then I just got irritated with like the casting. I was like, eh, no, I don't like you people. Yeah. My but son I, went through a, a section of his life where he was obsessed with criminal minds. That's yes, my, so that's my go-to. Criminal Minds, yeah. Give me some yeah. Reed Spencer any the day. Is right, right? Over your face, Jessica. I love Reed. Reed's my favorite. <laughs> Which one's Reed? The geeky, tall, gangly okay. one. Oh, the one All that right. turned he's... out to be like a psycho. No, God, he's not that's a psycho. Bones. Which one is that? That's Bones. You're thinking of Bones. That's Bones. No. With the intern that went crazy. No. That's what it is. Yes. I know an abnormal amount about criminal <laughs> I haven't like actually watched it all in order. It Maybe used to it was just... Bones, now that you mention it. Yeah, because the intern yeah. was... Zach Addy. Zach Addy. I am, I am the queen of misremembering. I just remember it's a, like, And I'll argue. Because it like gutted <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. I'll say, yes, it was! Yeah. I know what I'm talking about! Oh. 
<laughs> movie and TV trivia I've got. He becomes Gormagon. Yeah, he became Gormagon. Spoiler alert, if you ever watched Bones, it ended five That's years ago. That's the one I'm thinking of. God, I love that. And then they pull him out of the psych ward to help with something later. Yeah. Like, yes. that I think so it's cool. funny that she derails him by using logic because he's like, this is infallible. This is why I'm doing it because he's such like a logic-driven person. And then she's like, but no, you see this, this, and this. And then he just turns himself in because he realizes he was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I liked Bones. I really enjoyed Bones. I was sad when it ended. I, lo- I lost interest once where there's a huge sexual tension between characters. The minute they hop in the sack together and become partners, I'm done. Mm. Every time I think I want them to get together so bad, so bad, so bad. And then they get together and I'm like, oh, all right, I'm done. That's why there's so many shows like leave it on just stuck for so long. Frasier Frasier was so good for so long. Right. When there was the sexual tension between him and Daphne. And when he and Daphne finally got together, I'm like, okay, I can quit now. Everything should do it like Ross and Rachel where they don't get in. They don't actually get together until the final episode. Yes. And then it just makes you like bang theory is the same way. I'm just like, eh. Well, Niles and Daphne, once they finally got That's together, it fizzled. Yeah. Jessica's pointing about something. Yes? No. Rachel should have ended up with Joey, and I will die on that hill. No, I didn't like Joey and Rachel, <laughs> Rachel together. Rachel should have ended up with Joey? Yeah, what kind Ra- of a fucking psycho yeah, they were, you? No, I, I can see. I mean, I like, she needs no. to be with Ross, but I can also, like, side thought of her and Joey You know together. what? Joey's so dumb, though. I just can't even. Sorry. But, but they made a him d- a little bit less dumb when he was with Rachel. I just get tired. I got tired of their like on again, off again drama. This, that, and the other. Both water under the bridge. I don't know that you can actually really work it out. Hmm. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of Ross, to be perfectly honest. I wasn't either. There were certain things yeah, I liked about Ross. I mean, he was a paleontologist, so you gotta love that. But I thought I would like Ross, and then when I act so like my best kept secret in life is I've never actually watched Friends until the quarant- until I lost my job last year, and oh. it was still on Netflix, <laughs> and I was like. I'm going to binge the hell out of Friends because I don't have a job. Did you like it? I did. It was awesome, wasn't it? It was the best decision of my life. But I really became like, I thought I was like, oh, Ross is totally like my kind of person. And then I was like, nope, nope. I love Chandler. Chandler's my guy. Chandler's pretty 110%. I always go for the funny guy every time. Mm -hmm. My husband's actually a pretty funny guy. When he talks. When he talks. Which is almost never. (laughs) Normally, my conversations with Ron are like the other day when I pulled up and my car has a rattle. Oh, And he was walking. He was in the front yard and he walked over and he's like, you have a rattle. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. And that was it. That was our whole conversation. He's like, "Hmm." my car is very held together with duct tape. No, Um, it's a bolt, dude. There's no duct tape. You, You did the right thing. You got a bolt put in. Yeah, but before that, I had it yeah. all together with duct tape. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> well, ladies, we need to discuss um, our friend's new venture. We had talked about it before. Kayla has her own podcast now, so our little birdie has flown the nest. Yeah, her yes. first episode went up. Yep, yep. and it's called it's Beyond, Beyond the Pages. The pages. <laughs> so yeah, Kayla's podcast is up. You can go search for it. I think, is it on, it's on uh, Anchor. 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 I was trying to pull up the app and I can't find the app. Yeah, but it's Anchor. It's I, Anchor. You have to have that app in order to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, I had it's, to download the app. Yeah. Her she, first. she basically interviews one book lover. Book lover 
per episode. And I think it was about, what, 20 minutes? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was about yeah. 20 minutes. about 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way too serious for my blood. There was <laughs> no swearing, hardly. Yes. <laughs> Kayla. There's no very, profanity it's a very, it's, it's a very clean podcast. But so, it gives you, you get to learn a little bit about the people that she's interviewing and what they do reading-wise and yeah. non-reading-wise and stuff like that. Did you say lies? Weeding, wise. Wise. Oh. Reading wise. And otherwise. She's oh. saying, are you sure that's coffee you're drinking over there? <laughs> Did you put Kraken in your coffee this morning? <laughs> no. We should have, Maybe though. some Baileys. It actually sounds kind of good. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think there's, a, there's actually, I think, two podcasts on Anchor that are beyond the pages. And hers is the second one down. It's what? the picture she, with the window. There's two on there? Yeah. There's, it's the one with the icon as like books in a window behind it. Uh. Is the right is her podcast and when you click on it it'll tell you the person's name so if you click on it it doesn't say kayla then it's not that one yeah it's the you gotta have kayla awesome another one of our girls flies the nest nicole still hasn't done her podcast she'll get around to it eventually though she's she's got work stuff yeah and she's like she's not doing just the podcast she's like doing like a web page with a blog and it's hers is very more yeah so she's got more stuff She'll eventually, she'll eventually get it. And Jessica, she's just been our constant companion, going to school, yeah. doing her thing, working at hanging the bookstore, sometimes. <laughs> hanging out sometimes, working at the bookstore. Car, she weren't working at the bookstore when we got you first. She worked with me when. We, no, I was at Joe Cooper. Yeah, yep. We were companions. Started talking about books, bonded over books. Yeah. And so I told Martha, I'm like, I think I might know somebody who might be a pretty good guest. And then she ended up being with us for four, four years? Three, maybe. Three. Maybe four. I don't know. But we're, we're coming up on our 200th episode, you guys. It's That's getting crazy. Close. It's like, what, four more episodes? Five more episodes? Yep. We're going to be time traveling around that time, just like we were. For- That's usually what <laughs> <Yeah>. we're doing. <laughs> because uh, I've, I've got a vacation coming up like I do every year in July, and it just happens to fall exactly on the week that I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to do oh, it. No. I know. We're going to have to do it early. But. Or after you get back. No, we'll have to do it early in order for it to fall to right. To fall on the right week. Oh, you mean record it and then. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It'll have right, to play sorry. while I'm in Minnesota. I thought you meant like, you know, us partying. No, we can, we'll can. party early and after. Okay. We All have right. to Hamilton party on the 4th. 4th of July. You know what July. we should do? We should party at our live event. Oh, yeah, because that's be the week after. The week after. That'll be episode like 201 right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our live event's going to be 201. 201. Yep. Should be. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. We definitely need to have a, a 200th episode cake. Yeah, we, oh, really we can do. make that happen. Yes. Speaking of the live event that's coming up on July 25th, and we're still going to do it. Yep. The number of cases, we had a spike this week, unfortunately. I do believe the highest one day total was like 212, 222. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And my watch just said that the cases rise by 158 on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's been going up, 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 up. Yeah. It's because everything's open. Yeah. Well, in Memorial Day, everybody was like, hey, hey, hey. And they're still acting like idiots. So, yeah. Well, I I don't hardly see anybody in masks anymore. I mean, I wear my mask. Everybody kind of like, I went to lunch with Tyler on Friday, and I won't name the restaurant or anything because I'm not calling people out. Not a single person in the whole restaurant had a mask on. 
dumbasses. None, not, none of the very... people eating there, none of the people working there. Nothing. Oh, wait, wait. I have to say, Full Circle Books, July 25th, Full Circle Books, 7 p.m. with our beer sponsor, Angry Scotsman. Ooh, I can't wait. I love them. They're so fun. We did change the book for those who haven't seen the posts. Yes, it is now Jessica's pick. What'd we pick, Jessica? Tell us what we picked. Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. Yes. And she tweeted us already, so we're so excited! So we fangirled because... Jessica fangirled all (laughs) over the freaking place. Listen, I'm not even that much... I don't even know her or read any of her books, and it still makes me excited. I read two of her books. I read Six of Crows and uh, Ninth Ninth House. Ninth House. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we really should talk about books now. I was going through a really rough patch this week with trying to find a book because I had a couple of books that I was going to review on the podcast and then I decided I did not want to review those on the podcast. And then I was kind of like, well, fuck, what am I going to review then? So I started looking at lists and I looked at Reese, um, Reese's book club list because I've had some really good luck with those and this is where I got this book. Unfortunately, this one did not hold up to the standard of the other ones that I read. Uh Uh-oh. It's called Still Lives by Maria Hummel. And this is a book about an artist who I think if she was real, Rachel would really love her because she paints still lives of murder victims. Whoa, cool. But what she does is she puts herself into the place of the murder victim. So it's like a self-portrait, but... In the place of a murder victim. That's a little morbid in some kind of way. Yeah, it's pretty morbid. I mean, it actually sounded, the art itself sounded really interesting because, of course, it's not on-the-nose murder scenes. It's, you know, like... I was going to say, was she creeping around being a serial killer on the side or something? Well, no, but they're like famous cases. Like, one of them was like Nicole Simpson. Oh, Oh, okay. Damn, that's so... Brutal. It's, it's you know that had to be ugh. scenes that are public. Yeah, and so she like, just people like, would know it when they looked at it. Right, gives it a new twist. So they do talk about what? What is just? All I can think about is uh, what if she put her place in the Carol Baskin's husband oh. <laughs> <laughs> with just a hand hanging out of crocodile's mouth. <laughs> Tiger, not tiger. crocodile. Tiger, tiger. sorry, tiger. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, that's all I can picture, and I couldn't make it stop. Killed her husband, well, whacked him. Well, they did not talk about whacked Carol Baskin <laughs> on this one. Okay, so um, Kim Lord is <sighs> she? It's there's a big event at the museum or the art gallery. It's a, a gala or whatever you would call it. I don't know for sure. I'm not real familiar with the art world. And um, it's all of her stills. Well, the day that she's supposed to have this huge event at the art gallery, she disappears. <gasps> Shut up. Dun, she's dun, dun. murdered. Well, they don't know if she's murdered yet. She and, just disappeared. Right. And so one of the ladies who work there, kind of like in public relations, she like, you know, does stuff to set up the, the galleries and the, you know, events and everything. Maggie kind of starts doing her own investigation and what you kind of find out is that maggie's ex-fiance he's the current boyfriend of kim who the artist that was missing okay so he gets arrested because they he's acting suspicious 
which he does act really suspicious through this book. I'm not really sure what the fuck his problem was. And, um, <laughs> but, and he calls Maggie and, you know, he gives Maggie like this flash drive and say, hold this and don't give it to anybody. Don't do it, Maggie. Don't do it. And all of this other stuff. And so she starts doing like her own little investigation to find out what happens hmm. to the artist and, so on and so forth. Um, this book, I don't know if it was, I mean, the premise of it sounded pretty interesting, but the execution was not very good. For one thing, Maggie went from being a PR person who kind of stayed in her own little world to all of a sudden being this first class private investigator and found out facts that normal people just wouldn't find out. Even on Reddit? Did she go deep dark like Reddit deep dark? No, she she didn't even, I mean, besides looking at the stuff that was on the flash drive, she didn't really even search anything on the computer that much. But like... So totally out of character, didn't fit. It was out of character and some of the stuff just didn't, it wasn't believable. Like somebody broke into her house, but, and I was very confused by this sequence of events because she comes home and somebody has broken into her house but nothing was really amiss because she walked through her house and went to the bathroom before she noticed that her bathroom window was open. And then when she started looking for stuff, she noticed that stuff was missing. And one of the things was her cell phone, but she had her cell phone with her when she came home because earlier it talks about her being on her cell phone. Did she have a burner phone maybe? So, no, she's just talking about her regular oh, so phone. Just, somebody just bad at it. So, edited. like, somebody, what, they broke into her house and they were still there maybe when she got home and grabbed her phone and left, or... Yeah, who knows? Oh, yeah, that just sounds like a bad edit job. Yeah, but she never called the police or anything. She just decided to sleep in her office because she didn't feel safe at home. But through mm. all of this weird shit, she never talked to the police. She talked to this private investigator that somebody else had hired and that's about it mm-hmm. and just the way that the it just it didn't ring true to you and that's all that mattered it, it it rang so untrue to me that i will be honest i was uninterested in the book and i lost parts i like, like you just uh, don't know where like you and well and i wasn't out. interested enough to rewind it and try to figure out what i missed mm. yeah that's a problem that's a problem so yeah. The only reason I finished this is because I needed a book to review this week. <laughs> and, and this was only a nine hour audio book. Oh, man. So I could do it in a couple of days. So Reese took a big whiff on that one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, was I didn't like my this breath one. when you said you picked a Reese book because I'm reading a Reese book and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I've had really good luck. The one that I read that you read and loved too, like some something in the water, was that it? Yeah, yeah, that was that really was good. a Reese pick, and it was awesome. The Crawdad sings one that I loved, and not everybody loved that one, I know, but that was a Reese pick. I mean, yeah. the one I'm reading right now for a later date is a Reese pick, and it's I really like it so far. Yeah, but unfortunately, this one just did not... Let's just say that if I were Reese Witherspoon and I tried to, like, pick books every month, yeah, <laughs> everybody would hate my books except for a faction of people. Yeah. Well, people like Jessica. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably hard to kind of pick a book that you feel like will be universally... Yeah. 
well liked. Right. And you know that not everybody's going to like it, but I just, like I said, the execution of this book just wasn't, the most interesting thing about this book was when they talked about the murders and the very gruesome paintings. Hmm. That was my favorite part of the book. The whole murder, missing bullshit was just... You're like, eh. I mean... So you just really needed to read like a Ted Bundy murder book this week, basically? It just, like I said, it just didn't ring true. Like one time, like the chick fell in this hole in the ground that was part of an art display that had like this giant knife and glass apples in the bottom. But why would that be an art display? I don't understand. Like I said, there was just a lot of this book that just didn't ring true for me. And that was Still Lives by Maria Hummel. And unfortunately, this is a Reese pick that I did not care for at all. I mean, I'm talking two. Mm. Woof. And you know, I don't really give things a two. (laughs) No. Not things that I finish (laughs) (laughs) but like you said you probably would not have finished it if you didn't need something right i just i needed something i'm like oh my i think i text you i'm like this book is so fucking bad (laughs) yeah there were several times that you (laughs) i hate this book is this the one where we were chaining dnf in the group text? yes Yes. but i couldn't couldn't dnf it because i didn't have anything like i said the other two books that i have in my you know in my history i Decided not to review them, so... (coughs) Jessica, what do you got in there? I always look forward to your reviews since you and I are so close. Oh, I feel like I've seen that cover before, but I can't... What is it? Strange Ink by Gary Kimball, and it's got a skull and a pretty flower on it. And it says, nightmares can get under your skin. So this was in our horror section at the bookstore, and it looked really cool, so I picked it up. I read it, and like... A day and a half, maybe two days. <laughs> so good. It's been so long since we had a horror review on this podcast because we did we overdid horror again in October and everybody was like, ah. I know. I feel like I had to take a break after the Guide for Murdered Children. I was like, I got to cool that for a minute. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know that I would like it's in our horror section at the bookstore, but I'd almost call it more of a thriller. I mean, there's definitely like some supernatural weird stuff going on like in a horror thing but it's more like people are kind of the bad guys so it's i don't know so the main character his name is harry hendrick and he is a journalist who when he was in college he broke this big story about this construction company and he had all the research to back up that they're like laundering money and doing really crappy stuff and then the construction company's lawyers come after him and all of the research that he's done all of his background that he's turned into his professor for the article is gone and he has to do like a public apology all this stuff and so he's he's a journalist but he works for a really small newspaper because of that and he's like i don't even want to touch anything like that ever again because he got burned real bad and so um he and his girlfriend break up and it opens with he's gone out on a bucks night it also takes place in australia so some of the terminology yeah i was gonna say that's that's definitely australian terminology i speak full fluent australian if you ever need help translation (laughs) translation for that is bachelor party yeah and he'd been really really like he's moved into this new house because he and his girlfriend broke up and he goes out with his friend for his bucks night who's getting married and he wakes up the next morning 
back at his house with this weird tattoo on the back of his neck. He doesn't remember getting it, doesn't remember all the things, but he knows he was really drunk. So he's like, maybe it was just like a one-off, like got it on my way home, don't remember kind of thing. And so he goes to the tattoo parlors like between there and there. And he's like, he goes and asks and the tattoo artist like, that doesn't even look like it was done with a tattoo machine. So we definitely didn't do it. And probably no one else in the, it looks old school like you would do with like a bamboo shoot and ink. Damn, that's creepy. It's and a prison so tattoo. tattoo <laughs> yeah. It's like a weird... And it's on the back of his neck. Yeah. It's like this weird grid with all these, like, Arabic symbols. And so he ends up asking, um, like, an older friend of his who's in Afghanistan. And he's like, yeah, I've seen that before. It's, like, bad magic or something. And the tattoo is accompanied by this dream of him, but not him, getting murdered. And they're cutting off all the tattoos on his skin. Oh, shit. But they forget about this oh. one. And so, so that's like the first dream. And then a few nights later, he has a different dream where he's like SAS, which is like Australian military, and they're pulling all these people that out of the water that were had fallen in after the ship blows up. And he gets another tattoo on his arm that shows up overnight. And um, so he keeps getting these tattoos and having these nightmares of things that have happened to him not him and um he ends up figuring out that he's having memories from someone who was murdered that's awesome and the tattoos belong to the guy that was murdered and so the premise is that he has to figure out who murdered him and why and get justice to make it all stop and so Mm. he's having to go about it like a journalist and go after this big case where it's like they murdered him because he was in Afghanistan and saw some other military guys like go in and rape and murder a bunch of women and children who were on a poppy plantation in Afghanistan and take the drugs and sell them and money launder them back home. And so he has to like figure out how to prove all that from the fact that he has memories from a dead guy and these random tattoos showing up. Damn. That actually sounds so really good. Does he have more than one random tattoo that shows up or just the oh, one? Yeah. So the guy that died is like covered in them. He would get tattoos for all the things. So he has like the one on the back of his neck and then he has like a dream about saving people out of the ocean. And this tattoo on his arm shows up of them like pulling a guy out of the ocean. And then there's like a field of poppies and skulls across his shoulder blades. And like, Dang, that sounds like a like, pretty cool tattoo. <laughs> sounds like yeah, a really so, awesome book. It's amazing. I seriously tore through this thing so fast and I really liked all of the characters because there's a, there's a lot that goes on in this book that was just really interesting and you can't really like it's people with a lot of power who did this stuff and so he's having to like fight off all the crazy people coming after him while trying to do this and he's not a soldier like harry has all these memories and he's like i should just go kill these guys but he's not a soldier he's like i'm a journalist i'm not going to be a murderer you know and so he's having to like fight with the how do i get revenge so I can stop having these nightmares. I don't know. He was a really good character because he has a lot of flaws as a person. And I think I always respect that with authors. They have no, this This is just bad things happening to them. Like he definitely messes up a lot. And I liked that. Nice. Hmm. I can awesome. totally picture those tattoos. Yeah. yeah that, would, that would be pretty, that would make a cool like Netflix show. Yeah, it would. Oh, it was, I'd it watch it. So good. That's true. I would, I would definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. 
It was so good. And like, and you can, the way that he wrote the descriptions of the tattoos, you can like, you can see them mm-hmm. whenever he describes all of them. It's really interesting. It's really good. But that was Strange Ink by Gary Kimball. And I would give this five stars because I tore through it so fast and I want everyone to read it. And that's not a small book. Yeah. It looks like it's pretty thick. I'm totally looking yeah. it yeah. up right now. Hmm, probably about 500 pages. I haven't been able to find it on audio anywhere. No, there's no audio. God damn it. That sounds good. I'm going to have to add that to my TBR. It was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Sounds a little too fantasy and sci-fi for me, but I'm glad that you liked it. And it sounds yeah. it it would be a show that I would watch, but not a book I would read. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, I went and reread a book this week for my review. Uh, well, and because it was in a book challenge, I needed to reread a book, which I originally was planning to do that with Twilight, but then I decided to do this one instead. Still going to reread Twilight, but (laughs) felt like uh, this one, somehow, when I looked back in the archives of the list of things we've reviewed, I don't know how this series has been missed, so I am remedying that problem. I am reviewing City of Bones by Cassandra Clare, which is the (laughs) first book in the vast world of the Shadowhunters Mortal Instruments universe. it had a terrible movie adaptation and then a pretty decent um, freeform adaptation as well. Uh, the freeform one started off really well and then it kind of went downhill, but I still loved it, so it's fine. Uh, but <laughs> what are you laughing about? Because she knows You're so my. Invested. Yeah, and I know her pain. I've never read that, but don't you hate it when they like take something you love and they really just screw it up and you're like. I hate everyone. Oh, right. yeah. No, yeah. The, the first movie I had such... The preview of the first movie, I was like, yes, they got it right. I was so happy. And I went and saw the movie, like, opening weekend. And there... Well, I'll tell you about the City of Bones in a minute. But there's a shot where you should see the City of Bones for the first time. And I was like, they've got the camera behind her. It's going to pan up behind her and go over her head and, like, show you the City of Bones. And it just, like, got behind her and stopped. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> like... like I was like, you clearly didn't have the budget to do this right, and you're going to screw it up the rest of the way. And they did. Um, so they didn't make any more of the movies because they screwed them up so bad. Freeform did a better job the first couple seasons. Anyway, so City of Bones <laughs> is the first time that we meet Clary Frey. And she's with her friend Simon. They're at a like teen dance club. And she keeps seeing these people and they're, she's like, they have weapons, but people are in like cosplay. So like, it's not uncommon for people to have like fake weapons. Like it's um, pan- pandemonium, I think is what the wire is called. So they're dressed up. I don't know if it's Halloween or what, but, um, but the people she sees, they're like, see, they're fake, they're rubber, whatever. And then she starts really watching these people and realizes that like something's not quite right. And so she starts to like follow them and finds out that, she can see them and most people cannot. Oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. So her friend Simon can see them when they want to be seen. But as soon as they don't want to be seen, they put up what they call a glamour and then there's nobody there. Hmm. And so really in theory, when they have the glamour up, she shouldn't be able to see them either. So they're like, why the hell can you see us? This doesn't make sense. And so they kind of go around and around there, find out that they're, they're demon killers and she can see them and they go she goes about her night with her bff simon and her mom is always acting a little bit weird we don't know much we know her father was killed when she was young or right before she was born 
they live in this little house or a little apartment in New York. And her mom all of a sudden is like, we are moving out to the country. We're going, we're taking my best friend, um, Luke with us. And we're going to go out here for the summer. And she's like, but mom, like I have a life in New York and I'm not going. So she storms out and then she gets a call later on from her mom. And her mom is like, don't come home. Cause she first Claire was like, yeah, mom, I'm on my way home. And she's like, no, don't come home. Stay away. Like, don't come here. And she's like, I'm so confused. So she goes home and there is a demon like in the apartment. Her mom's gone and there's demons in the apartment. And Jace, who is the shadow hunter that we met, the demon killer that we met at the club, basically feels some kind of draw to her and goes to the apartment and finds the demon and they have he has to slay the demon and all that good stuff. So he takes her back to the Institute, which is where the shadow hunters reside. And she doesn't necessarily get a very warm welcome because she's what they call a Mundy, which would be just a normal person. And they're like, she's a Mundy. And Jace is like, mm, I don't think she is because they have um, runes that they put on basically that can like help them heal and stuff. And if you're a Mundy and you put a rune on, you basically go insane. And he used a, a, a rune to um, heal her after the demon attack. So he's like, mm, I don't think she's a Mundy. I think we're wrong about this one. So the whole story kind of goes forward with her learning that she is definitely not a Mundy and why she, how like she grew up and why she thinks she's a Mundy. We learn more about her mom and that there's a vast world of shadow hunters that there's like divides where there's like the circle and the circle were the bad guys who tried to like rise up against the other shadow hunters and they're kind of trash humans. And so we're trying to keep them from coming back. And it is a little bit of a slow burn with, with the city of bones because you're building the world. So you have to learn who all these people are and how they connect. Uh, but we, there's a lot of, of course there's some, there's some romance. There's some teen angst between Simon and Jason, and Clary, um, there's Alec, who is Jace's parabatai, which we basically learn is he's like his blood brother, kind of. They will always be bonded and fight together, and they're like awesome, and his family, and just how they all kind of start to connect. But it's it sets up the world really well. Like, I kind of forgot. I haven't read it probably in 15 years, and it just kind of starts to build the world, and you get to the end, and you're like, okay, now where are we going? And so it gives you a good chance to see... And there's some stuff that people will probably be really mad about. But my advice to you is uh, keep reading because there's some things that when it happens, you're going to be like, what? No, I'm not. mm -mm, Nope, I'm out. Don't give up on it because it's just keep going (laughs) because it makes sense later on. But I don't want to give a spoiler because it's kind of a funny moment in the book when you get to it. Well, interesting part, I guess, would be the better word for it. But it just builds a really great world and is one of my favorites. And I will love the world of the Shadowhunters. So I feel like I always recommend if people want to dive into the world of Shadowhunters to read them in publication order. Because if you read them in chronological order, you lose some of the like surprise moments from when you read it in publication order. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Because you yeah. meet people like in the prequels and stuff that you already know in the main part of the series, but you don't know that you know them. So it's a really cool aha moment later on. So, but if you want to dive in, I would start with City of Bones by Cassandra Clare and just love the world because it's amazing. 
and I love it, and it's one of my favorites. Awesome. Sweet. I'm surprised that one has never been reviewed. I've never read that actually. Oh, which there's... is weird because it's. I was gonna say it totally sounds like it's, you. Right? Yeah, I actually like looked through the list. I was like, no one's reviewed City of Bones. Like, and Alyssa has done some by Cassandra Clare, I think. Oh, I don't know. Or somebody did. I, may, I don't know who it was. I'd have to look and see. Anyway, I think I think uh, Megan sent us some stuff about getting Chain of Chains of Gold. Right? Is yeah. that what's called? Yeah, that's her the new, new. The newest one is Chain of Gold. Yeah. yeah. I remember we talked about it in a group text sometimes. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because I, um, I, it's like, f- the series is really long. So if you're not in for the long haul, this is not a book series for you. Cause, but it's nice because each segment that she does, you could almost r- just read that segment. So like the prequels could just be their own three books. And then like the after series. <laughs> but it's if you dive in deep in a fall in love it's it's a commitment so just know that <laughs> but it's my one of my favorites i love the i liked the show on freeform there are a lot of people that were like they trashed it and i was like well it didn't really fall apart till like the second to last season the beginning was good awesome so did you title an artist it yes that okay. is city of bones by cassandra clare all right martha yay all right well I read a bunch of stuff this week, but the one I'm going to review is something that made me explosive laugh. Have you ever been like listening to an audio book and you just laugh out loud? Yes. Yeah. It always makes you feel kind of weird because, you know, you're listening silently and then all of a sudden you just start laughing. This was a book like that. It's called Wow, No Thank You by Samantha Irby. And it's a book of essays, which, (sighs) you know, I hate those. I hate those. I hate short stories. I'm just not a big fan of that. But this was hilarious. It was like, the minute she started talking about her chin whiskers, I was in. (laughs) Body's laughing. This is a book that could have been written by any of us. Those are I was thinking about Vani and I the whole time I was reading this. This is a three book girls book. I'm glad it's like you I want to be me. I want to be best friends with this girl. And the chin whiskers. She talks about just all kinds of really uncomfortable things. <laughs> she talks about explosive diarrhea. She talks about um, stomach issues. She talks about perimenopause. She talks about chin whiskers. She talks about being uncomfortable in your skin and your clothes, you know, it just really was such a a relief to read a book like this right now, because it just, I don't know. It's just, she's just so honest about everything that she feels. And I actually found it on a list. Um, I wanted to read something for pride month. But it was weird because she, at one, at some different points in the book, she talks about her boyfriend. She talks about her wife. So you, it's almost like that's, it's the kind of book where it's not about her sexuality. It's about her life. And, and that is sort of background, you know, sort of like it would be for anybody, 
so really didn't talk about that issue at all, except for the fact that, you know, she has a wife. Mm-hmm. But you know that that hasn't always been the case because she talks about previous boyfriends and she talks about just all kinds of stuff. She talks about her wife's kids. Um, God, I just laughed out loud so many different times in this. She's got a real self-deprecating humor. It wasn't quite like watching a comedian. I, I don't tend to like books that feel like stand-up. It's not your forte? Maybe? No, it's not really my That's forte. I really kind of prefer stories. And these were legitimately stories. The minute I finished reading it, I went to look for the, the first book she wrote, which is called Meaty. This I was thinking about Vonnie the whole time I was reading this book. It's so Vonnie. Oh, my God. Is it? Maybe yes. I should read it. I loved it. I usually don't pick short stories either. Well, but. it was more like they were longer. It's called ex- essays. Uh-huh. And she does a blog, too, which I haven't I haven't dived into her blog. I can't remember what it's what called. What was it called? Uh, the name of the book is Wow, No Thank You. She talks about, you know, when she was younger, she would she would go out partying and whatnot. And then as she gets older, she's 40 now. So she talks a lot about comfy clothes and (laughs) just the sort of thing that, that we talk about. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just really, it's real. She felt like us. She felt like us. She felt comfortable. She felt like I would want to be friends with her and hang out. I don't know. I just really loved it a lot. But it didn't have one main storyline. It was all sorts of things. It was sort of like becoming friends with somebody. You hear their stories. Mm -hmm. That's what this book felt like to me. It felt like, you know, sort of going through some different phases of this person's life and learning a little bit about them. And well, I put it on hold, so we'll see. So I'm now a super fan of Samantha Irby. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. She's super awesome. I went and looked for her on Twitter. I went and looked for her on... She's not on Facebook, of course. Nobody nobody cool seems to be on Facebook these days, except us. It's just the easiest way to communicate with a large group of people sometimes. Well, we're not just on Facebook, though. No. I know, we're, but we're I'm, I'm, the fa- our... I'm the Facebook girl. You're the Facebook. Yeah. I like to I have... I do the Insta. <laughs> I, like, I like to have in-depth conversations with people. I'm, I don't like to be limited my number of words. Well, Tyler told me one time, and this was a long time ago, like when he was in, still in high school. And, um, you know, when I was, you know, everybody's on Facebook and everything. And he was on, I can't remember which one he was on. I'm like, how come you don't do anything on Facebook? He's like, because everybody's parents are on Facebook. Yeah, it's it true. sort of fit us once we discovered it. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and I, like, there were definitely things I do not like about it. Oh, my gosh. Facebook? Yes. Mm, yeah. I mean, we could go on for days with that. But um, but I really have enjoyed getting to know all of our book girls through Facebook. And that's the main reason that I'm a champion for for that part of it. Um, but Twitter seems to be more in line for you know staying in touch with people who are more famous than us yeah because <laughs> oh, yeah. they don't want to have in-depth oh. conversations with people they don't know like me yeah. 
So I'm just because re- it got something, I can see it bubbling up. What's that? Did you see that V.E. Schwab and Neil Gaiman did a talk together? <gasps> no. Yeah, it's on Twitter. <gasps> oh, I've been trying to find time to go listen to it. We got to look and that up. She did an interview with Holly Black, too. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. All the cool minds. That is so cool. So many worlds. <laughs> yes. Well, I just want to have a, I just want to chat with Samantha Irby. She's like the way coolest person ever. Yeah. So cool. Yes. Bonnie will get jealous of how much I love her. She won't stick around. She's too famous. I know, but I can still. It's not like best friend status. It's just fangirling. I'm fangirling. I know. Hey, there's nothing. We had a lot of fangirling happening this week. We did. We did. But um, we fang- let, me, let me finish up oh, with yeah, this sorry. real quick. Uh, the book is called Wow, No Thank You by Samantha Irby, my new favorite celebrity <laughs> person. I was going to say crush, but it's not quite a crush. It's like a, a bestie crush. There you go. Yeah. Bonnie's giving me the side eye. I just, you know what the worst the part is? The fish eye, the stink eye. <laughs> you know the worst part is when you review your book and then you think of the 800 things you didn't say when you review your know. book. I know. I do the same thing. On the way, on the drive home, I'm like, oh, I was, I was sitting here that. listening to Martha and I was like, oh shit, I forgot that part. And I've, <laughs> I'm fired. It's because it Cassandra Clare, I get too excited about Cassandra Clare and I can't fit it all in. It had to have been you that was telling me about Cassandra Clare and not Alyssa because yeah, I was, I rem- I looked- you were talking about all the books on your bookshelf I'm pretty sure that's yes. where it came into my mind and Keith and I have talked about it on the oh on the, uh, see the book chat stuff sort of um crosses so, over in it your does mind. it does because you know every Friday night we get together and talk about books with girls from all over the country mm-hmm. and the world we had mm-hmm. an Argent our favorite Argentinian in oh uh, was Flo not um, Flo, um, Carolina. Carolina. Huh? The new, oh. a new, a new Argentinian. Awesome. We're probably saying her name wrong, but the- Carolina, Carolina. Anyway, um, I do have uh, some sad news. Oh, yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Shona G's mother passed away on Friday night. It actually happened during the chat. Oh man! Yeah, was she uh, was she on the chat? She was on she, the chat. She literally got the call like in the middle of the chat. It was horrible. So oh. yeah, sending all so, of our love. Big 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 book girl hugs, please to Shona G. Really hard time. I I have lost my mother, so I totally get how that wrecks you. I mean, she got to spend some good quality time with her mother before she passed, so that's good. Yeah. Yep. Is that a child in the background, Jessica? Yeah. A screaming toddler? Uh, she's, uh, she was turned a year old in March. Uh, she's uh. pissed about something. <laughs> As one-year-olds tend to do. You're, I closed my door, but she's really loud. I'm sorry. That's, that's your niece, right? Yeah. 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 I, I have a new nephew. He came on Friday. Oh, Ooh, Congrats. Yeah, your family just gets bigger and bigger. Well, my niece is pregnant. Oh. Vanessa's oldest. And Vanessa wants me to make a graph can of Winnie the Pooh. So I've been trying to look all over the place, trying to find a pattern for Winnie the Pooh that I don't have to pay for. And it's not easy. I bet that's probably okay, not easy. crochet book girls, send us some patterns. If you have a Winnie the Pooh graph can or corner to corner. When she said graph can the first time, I, I, I was thinking of giraffe can. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I was thinking. Like it was a graph can. But I knew it was something to do with crocheting. Yeah. It's where you take a picture and you make 
the pattern from a graft of the picture. Oh. Kind of like, you know. And then she said graft, and I was like, skin graft? Graft. Graft. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> You're the crochet master. I'll stick to my knitting. Yeah. It's just uh, Winnie the Pooh wouldn't be a good one to do with squares because there's too many, too many angles. Angles. Yeah. 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 They would come out looking like uh, Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft <laughs> Pooh. It would be a little pixelated. A little pixelated <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, a Lego Winnie the Pooh. <gasps> right. That would be yeah. freaking cool. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't, need a Lego I, Winnie the Pooh. I am stack. not interested in any kind of Lego. <gasps> it's my Sorry. favorite. Sorry, Megan. Please. Uh, don't forget our live event, July twenty fifth. We would love to see you in person. Please bring your masks. Pretty please. Are we, we masking up? We are masking up. Are we have to talk through our mask. We'll figure it out. Well, luckily, everybody can sigh in relief. I have a eye doctor's appointment this next week, so I should have contacts by the time our live event happens, so I could wear a mask comfortably without looking like I have looking through frosted glasses. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure out how to put up a giant spit shield but in they, front of our they, table. They sit far enough back from us. I feel like we'd be okay. Yeah, We okay. really want our audience to wear masks, though. Yes, please. And thank you. Because it's not going to be gone. I mean, no. And, and we can do masks before and after. It's just hard to do a microphone with a mask with a, with a mask. Mm. I have yeah. to admit, I'm not as good about wearing a mask as you are, Martha, 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 Masca, 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 Martha. You guys really seriously wear your masks. Damn it. I was like the only person in Target, I think, this morning that had a mask on. God, that makes me mad. I'm not going out anymore until they get this shit figured out. I'm tired of it. I even wore, I wore a mask at my live remote yesterday for the radio station. Hmm. What were you saying, Jessica? We, well, I don't know if you guys know this. I think Martha knows this. I'm not working at the clinic anymore. I'm just working at the bookstore. So I'm working at the bookstore a lot more. But um, we had a, a music event there Friday. Yeah. And not many people were wearing masks. Oh. I mean, I was because like our our rule at the bookstore is that employees have to do it, and we have to keep like tables spread and chairs spread, and you're not supposed to like push stuff together. But yeah, I was kind of surprised because there were there were quite a few people there, and I was like, maybe half, maybe we're wearing masks. The rule was I don't know how it'll be in July, but right now the rule is we can't have more than twenty people, like not including the like band or whoever the event is, you can only have 20 people in the cafe. Well, we're going to have to, um, if you're, if you're coming in from out of town, we're going to have to have, you're going to have to reserve space. Yeah. So that, because gonna... if you're going to get all the way here and you can't get in, that's not okay. So we're going to have to figure that out. So let us know if you're planning to come and we'll reserve a spot for you. Yeah. Uh, that's what they've been doing for music and stuff too. Like you can call the bookstore and they'll put you on a list for okay. like reserved seating. And so whenever the music starts, if people are in there and we have a full reservation list, we have to kick people out. But that hasn't happened because it hasn't been that busy. But that's what they've been doing. So we could probably do something like that. Going to Tulsa this weekend, but, but not for the he who shall not be named rally. Because we had our trip planned first, damn it. Well, I hope you're going to be wearing a mask when you go out, Megan. I will, actually. We all probably will. I will haze the hell out of you if you're not masking up. I, I, well, we'll probably take them off to take pictures because that'll look weird. Actually, it'd probably be really fun to take 
some pictures it's the sign of the time i know that's what i'm like we need to take a picture in front of the mural of all of us masked because that shit will be funny i have, I, I enjoy my masks they don't bother me anymore i'm over it i'm like I don't okay like them they're hot they are yeah, they, they are, are hot. very hot they're too hot like and you I, get a little humid like microclimate going on behind the mask and even sweaty with nose. the disposable masks that you know yeah. have the nose thing i still fog up some on my glasses so by the yeah. time like because I do wear them when I go to st- the yes, store. Yeah, definitely absolutely. wear them. Just not like in my car and I don't wear it at well, work. Well, no, you don't need and, to wear it in the car. And all of that other stuff. But um, when I go to the grocery store and I actually go in and not just do the pickup. And by the time I come out, I'm like foggy and my whole face feels like damp. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like you take it off and you're I'm like, at, it's I've all like so many zits on my jaw. Yes. From it. I get them there. And then too. you walk around with your head tilted back see, so no, you can see. See, normally from under your glasses. Well, mine fog on the bottom. See, see I, I do that when when I've got sunglasses on, on and I'm it's like walking the, in. Yeah. It fogs around like the middle. So like you're trying to look like exactly in the center of your glasses <laughs> because all around this ends, it's foggy. Yeah. I would hate to be single during this time. It fucking sucks. Let me just yeah. say. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> there was actually a CDC recommendation for how to have sex during the pandemic. Are you serious? Yes. Do you have or maybe to- it wasn't from the CDC, but I think I saw it. You know so you're saying about- the leather masks are making a comeback. So it could exchange <laughs> bodily fluids. You just can't. Uh, don't breathe. Or, on just them. don't breathe or kiss. In the face. It's okay to breathe like on a, other areas. Putting a bag over your head. Yeah. Put a, put a bag <laughs> over <laughs> each other's head and just go at it. It's just fine. Latex suited Thanks. up. <laughs> head to toe. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, gotta do what you gotta do, I guess. I'm just, it makes me think of like the scene from American Horror Story. I haven't even watched it. <laughs> I, I have not watched American Horror Story, but I know exactly which costume you're talking oh my God, about. God, I cannot even. <laughs> That's like the worst scene in any it American is, Horror horrible, Story. It's a horrible, oh horrible scene, God. but that's what it makes me think of. Sex during the pandemic. You have to have an American Horror Story suit on. I know exactly which suit you're talking about because <laughs> I've seen it on in GIFs and stuff. <laughs> i'm thinking oh. of that uh the uh spiral pointy dildo that was part I of didn't that watch- scene jesus god that was just so no awful. that wasn't was that the same scene that was the one i thought of immediately it was like during the first season I think. oh no i was thinking about uh the season you're talking about i i haven't watched oh my god i need to go back and watch all those well, not only do you have to mask up, you got to wear a condom too. When, so it's like it's like double double condom, face condom. You have to wrap it twice. <laughs> wrap it and slap it. <laughs> and on that note, that's gonna do it. <laughs> Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And join the group Three Book Girls Tribe on Facebook. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend or join them at one of their live events. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.